On this week's episode of the Iowa Hype Podcast, we do a short review on the game. We talk about why we missed, what we've had going the last couple of weeks, and uh, we get back to our mascot contest. Let's get hype! Oh, you feel good? Feel ready to go? I got like a piece in my tooth. Of what? That every time I touch it with my tongue, it like lings in a spice. What do you mean a piece in your tooth? Oh, from that wasabi almond? Yeah. Oh, you got a piece of wasabi? That's all right. Ow. <clears throat> well, today's episode is going to be a little distracted because Matthew's got a piece of wasabi in his tooth and we've got an extra special guest here in the studio with us. And by studio, I mean the downstairs bedroom. We are, uh, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. McCoy's going to contribute to his... We are not in a studio. We're not in a studio. We call this our studio, the hype studio. We need to get a little more hype in this. Maybe we need to have like a DJ Woo! in here and just some fun stuff going. Okay. So this week, Iowa, Nevada. Um, we didn't do a podcast last week because I think we were both just depressed after the game. There wasn't a lot to talk about, and we just kind of... I think we just kind of didn't want to talk about it. We didn't talk about the mascot stuff, so there wasn't a lot to talk about. I don't know. The game was it ended in a rain, and we ended at our RV all soaked to the bone, and so we just kind of wanted to reset everything. Um, but a couple of things. I want to go back. We had an incredible opportunity. The Iowa Swarm Collective contacted us, and... They wanted you to come over and do your hot seat segment. So if anyone's been listening to this podcast, you're familiar with the hot seat segment where we had guests and we would ask, Matthew came up with a bunch of questions and he would ask them the questions. So the Iowa Swarm Collective, they do the NIL stuff and they wanted Matthew to come over. It was an incredible experience. Um, Matthew got to talk to six different people. You want to share who you... Okay, so Logan Jones was one. Yep, so the first group, you had linemen. Logan Jones, Mason Richmond, and Connor Colby? Yep. And then for the third one, we had Cooper Jean, uh, Quinchelty, and Xavier Wampa. Yep. So that was really cool. So these videos they're filming, Tom Kakar gets on there and talks to him, and it's just kind of a lighthearted, fun thing behind the scenes for people that want to be members of the Swarm Collective, which they're doing a lot of cool stuff. They got to have an exclusive tailgate on game days. Uh, I think last week the basketball team was there. You get a chance to meet and greet with them. Um, they're giving away some signed, I think they had a Riley Moss autographed football. And you can see these videos. So they edit these videos down. Matthew does the hot seat questions with them. Um, they're really cool. Spoiler alert, if you've listened to our podcast, you kind of get that already. Uh, and hopefully next season we will be back with some more interviews <clears throat> of some players. But for now, go check them out. Um, what did you think of that night? How did it go? That was really fun for me because I got to, like... I got to talk to them, and, like, Xavier Wampa, Quinchelty, and, like, all the linebackers, I didn't, like, I didn't 
Um, I like didn't know. I haven't met them before. Um, except for the lineman, Cooper Eugene. I met him, but I I never met Quinn Schulte and Xavier. So that was really fun. And then I thought it was just fun to hear their answers and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'll have to show you. They shared the second um, part of the first video today. So like a little teaser thing online. I'll have to show you that. But uh, that was pretty cool. Um, so then we went to the Iowa. So that was on Thursday. Then we go to the Iowa State game. Not not a overly fun day. Um, it, we had fun with family, and that's always what it's all yeah. about, right? And at one point, I looked at you in the game, and I said, "Are you having fun, buddy?" And you said, "Yeah, I'm having a blast." And so to me, that's what it's all about. <clears throat> it's kind of evolved over the years for me into watching my children have fun and just being with you, and I'll never forget that. So then, fast forward to this week, uh, we played Nevada, and. That was a much fun, much more fun game. Um, it was late. Uh, we didn't do the tailgating this week uh, at our RV spot because a lot of our members couldn't make it. So we went to a uh, family's house. We tailgated there. You brought a friend, which was really yes. fun, with an extra ticket. And his dad came. And tell him how the game went. We started. We're, we're winning. That was, that was really fun. Um, I would say it was really fun that we got to at least see them score their two touchdowns before, um, before the first, before the first one, um, because before the first delay, and then we, but we waited and I knew they probably weren't going to score in like five minutes. And then the second delay. We'll go back. So, so much much more uh, of a fun atmosphere when Iowa is winning and everybody is excited about the game. And then the lightning hits, second half, and we go down to the concourse. Yeah. So we sat down there for, I don't know, an hour I and a half maybe. Third quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was third quarter. Second half. Oh. Yeah, not second quarter. Second half. And we sat there for like an hour and a half, right? And you sat on a pile of trash, like food service boxes right outside of the concession stand and just scrolled through my uh, the Iowa Hawkeye Instagram and looked at different people's stories. Yeah. Uh, Kayvon and all your guys. So then we come back in and cool thing uh shout out to eric lewis like yeah eric runs the that was that was really fun eric runs the uh wave on page on facebook which if you are not a um on that follow them they do all these really cool inspirational stories about the kids in the hospital but he shares a ton of stuff from hawkeye football like cool cool page it's fun it's uplifting there's nothing negative on there if you want to just an awesome page go on there that reminds me let's go back even further this was the gold game Everyone was supposed to wear gold in the stadium. It's kind of hard when it's raining because people are wearing raincoats, ponchos, whatever, and so it kind of diminishes the gold a little bit. But the gold game to us is really means a lot. 
Do you want to share with them why, or do you want me to share with them why? Or do you even know why the gold game means so much? Maybe it's just more to me. I and... think I do. Well, to, what is your? Why I do you think? I think it's because that Uncle Matt went to the uh, went to the hospital there, and it's like his cool whole life. To yep. just wave mm-hmm. to the kids and mm-hmm. know that they couldn't. Like they might not spend their whole life like. Uncle Matt died when he was 12, so, like, right. they might not have a full life. And at that hospital, they're doing all the... They're trying their hardest to make these kids survive. Right. Well, so Uncle Matt had cancer as a kid, so pediatric cancer. September's Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. We wear gold. We have a gold <laughs> ribbon. That's kind of the significance of it. And so that game is, like, go gold... Because obviously we're Hawkeyes, we wear gold. It works out perfectly, but it's also for Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month. So to me, it's a very emotional game, and it puts it totally in perspective. I, I always have it in perspective, but sometimes it, it can slip. But for other people, I want to be a reminder that, hey, look, like these kids don't care about a lot of the same things that we're worried about. They don't care about completion rates. They don't care about quarterback ratings. They don't care about interceptions. Like... They care about fighting to see tomorrow, and that's what's so important, and we love those kids, and kids should never have to experience that, so it's a cool thing. I I love that game. So anyway, so Eric, back to Eric. Eric runs that Wave on Iowa page. So Eric, we we met him a couple of years ago, I think it was, um, and he's just a great dude. So he finds us at the first intermission, or not intermission, rain, thunder delay. Delay. Lightning delay. And he goes, hey, I got these seats front row. I was sitting with Tori Taylor's parents because Tori Taylor's parents are in town from Australia. So he's like, you guys want to come sit with us? We're like, yeah, sure. Like, no one's going to be back in the stadium anyway. Let's do it. So we go down there. We're front row. And, like, the players come out. They do their warm-ups. And you get to see some of your guys that you're very excited about. Yes. Uh, yeah, tell them. Who, who do all do you see? Like. The whole there were a bunch of people that were probably true freshmen that I did not know, but they were like on the line farther up though, but like right next to us was Nico Regani, and then we were right and, next to the kicking net, mm-hmm. so we got to see three of the kickers. Mm-hmm. Blom, yeah. Drew Stevens, and and. Someone came over right away and looked at you, and I think he recognized you because he did a double take and looked back at you and then gave you knuckles. That was Nico. Yeah. Dude, I, you say it, like, casually like that. Yeah, that's my boy Nico. Like, if I, I would be freaking out. <laughs> I was... I was just... I've, like, met him before. The first time I met him when I got his autograph, that was, like, like really, really cool. Yeah. Well, I tagged Nico um, on Instagram and said, like, with the picture I took of him while he was standing right in front of us, and uh, I said, hey, when are we getting you on the podcast? And he goes, anytime, let's do it. So I'm really excited about that. I'm hoping uh, this off season. I don't want to bug him during the season. they got enough going on, but I'm hoping this off season we can get him on there and yeah. and you can do your hot seat and we can chat with him because that would be really fun. So then... We sit there. You see all these players. Petrus warms up right in front of us. Uh, Lachey, 
Arlen Bruce. You see all these guys down there, which was really cool. And then the second delay happens. And we have the dilemma of, do we stay? And we don't know how long it's going to last because the radar looked like it was terrible and it was never going to finish. And we have a two-hour drive home. And if it was me and Grandpa, we would have totally stayed because we've done some way stupider, crazier stuff in the past for sports. But with you... If I was older, I would definitely want to stay. Yeah, like, we could have just gone down I and slept. I kind of wanted to stay, but... I know you did. Like, on the second half, I didn't want to stay because I kind of wanted to, like, go get, like go to sleep because I usually fall asleep in the car. But if I was, like, older, like, 20 or something, yeah. I'd probably, like, I'd just stay. Yeah. And you can make that decision when you're a little bit older. Even if you were in high school, I think uh, we could have made that decision, but... You're, you're eight years old, and I just hated to keep you out in a cold, wet night. You know, um, school just started less than a month ago, so we wanted to make sure you're fresh. So we took off. We left Iowa City about 11 p.m., um, but the good thing is we got home. We didn't run into any bad weather on the way home, and um, we hammered down, got home, and were able. I was able to watch the entire rest of the game Uh from the comfort of my living room while you were sound asleep. So that was kind of nice. But yeah, so Iowa looks good. Um, We didn't have our our mascot pick last week. It's like... Which I think it would have been interesting to talk about. Let's talk about it. So we have this segment we started, if you haven't listened to our podcast before. um, We kind of did Iowa State, Iowa in the first one with the... Yeah, we totally did. The, the Cyclone versus the Hawkeye. Yeah, we did that in the first episode. But we have a segment where it's if the mascots were to face each other. And this segment came out of boredom during the game um, because we were like, oh my gosh, this game is so boring in the first game. So we started talking about this. So now we're going to have it be a real segment every week. So now, uh, so Iowa, so the Hawkeyes versus the Wolves. That would have been a tough one because wolves are very dangerous. Sharp teeth. They could have just grabbed that ball and took off running. Uh, You're thinking. That's hard. It is a hard one. A wolf. Maybe maybe the hawk would like... They would just be able to like... They get the ball and then the wolf might eat it. Yeah. Too. And then, but here's the thing. A hawk could maybe, like, if its claws were really sharp, could Mm -hmm. maybe see if it could, like, dig its claws down into the ball and then just hold it and fly over the wolves, land in the end zone. Yep. Yeah. But if they weren't trained wolves, they would not stop. They would just go over and eat the... Well, I think Hawk. this whole segment hinges on the trained the hypothetical that these animals are trained with like a human brain, but they have their animal characteristics. And I don't know, there's some maybe like So it's basically it's, like a human sized wolf. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So the then is it a human sized hawk? 
it wait a minute let's go back is it like herky the mascot herky versus like you have 11 herkies and you have 11 wolves whatever their wolf's name is wally the wolf wally and they're out there playing each other wally so like the wolf would have its sharp teeth and but herky would have his beak i don't know i don't know let's move we won the game so let's move on from that okay so this week you wanted to invite a special guest picker uh let's bring him in we are Oh, here he is. Mike. Okay. All right, so we'd like to welcome in for the first time ever on the podcast. Uh, what's your name? McCoy. And McCoy, how old are you? Five. Okay, so they can't see you when you hold your fingers up. You just have to tell them. So we thought we're going to expand this segment. It's the mascots versus mascots, right, in the game. So if the players aren't playing the game and the mascots are playing each other. So Matthew and McCoy are going to give the commentary on this. So this week we play the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. So we are going to play a knight right there. See that guy? Yeah. So that's what it would look like. So a knight versus the hawk. Because we're the Iowa Hawkeyes. So if we have a hawk versus a knight, who do you think is going to win and why would they win or do well? Um, I think the Hawkeyes are going to win because they're like the best team I know. Yeah. But it's the mascots. It's so the mascots what facing each I, other. I got to say is the hawks are just – the a hawk is way too fast and like – and, like, how is a knight going to be able to play football in all that gear? Like, they would just be running the ball, but they would literally be, like, walking. Yeah. and then- But also on the same side, how would a hawk be able to tackle So that brings up a good knight. point. Let me show you a picture of a actual medieval knight. So this is... Well, I think it will be actually really hard. Like, when they hit the ground, it would, like, be not hard for the knights because they have all that armor and stuff on. Yeah, so it would, like, protect them when they hit the ground. Also, the knight cannot cannot tackle them. Another thing, um, another thing, uh, how would the knight be able to get back up? That's a good question. Do you think that guy would be able to get back up? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe well, that's could. why we have you. You're kind of a subject matter expert on things like this. So so the hawk is a bird, right? Yeah. So a hawk could swoop in, grab the football, and then fly to the end zone, and that knight would have a hard time catching it. Yeah. But if the knight caught it, it would be in big trouble because it's got all that armor. It's big. It's strong. Also, on the kickoff. But they can't run fast. On the yeah. kickoff, they can't run fast. But how is the hawk going to kick it? Will they just go really high in the air and then just drop it wherever they want? Maybe. I don't know. That's why we need a little more clarification on some of these rules. That's what a hawk looks like, McCoy. Oh. So that's a hawk would face a knight. Yes. So that's why we need a little more clarification on these rules. Is there kicking? Is there, can you put it in your mouth? Can they get up? 
I don't know. Maybe we should make these rules and then have clarification before mm-hmm. we talk about it next. Yeah. That, that's like, that's, that's really tough. You don't know who would. I don't know. Like, there's two sides. There's like a side of, there's like a side that the Hawkeyes might win. And there's a side that the Knight could win. Yeah. Too. So there's basically a side of both things. Yeah. So 6 p.m. Central Standard Time this Saturday. Um, the Hawkeyes face Rutgers Scarlet Knights. It should be a fun game to watch. Um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping. I'm, I'm very optimistic about every game, so it'll be fun. And then they just announced today that Iowa-Michigan will be an 11 a.m. game. So it'll be in the morning again, like the first game was. We'll be over there bright and early tailgating. Um, if you want to stop by and say hi uh, to me or Matthew or, or our guest guest uh, analyst McCoy you're always welcome just get in touch with me let us know uh, we'll be there every week and uh, yeah you guys have anything else to say um well I would think um they the Hawks would be better because like they could like they could like like drop it to another player and, and like true they're they are really good, I know. And the Knights, they, they aren't that good. Like, Knights, they don't... I've One seen them you before, can... and, like, really bad. They're, like, oh. really bad. Okay. okay, so I'm assuming one thing you can say is that Knights would never play football. That's one thing you can say. Endings. Probably not. Why would Knights play football? Yeah, like, why would they? Why would any of this stuff happen in real life? Would they be like, hey, let's have a football game in the castle? Yeah, well. Queen just comes in uh, to throw the football at the chandelier. Yeah, well, the Queen's dead, and uh, so the Knights have no direction now. (laughs) And the King, I think. They just break the chandelier. Well, there's a new King now. What? In real life. All right. Well, in England. McCoy's looking at me like, what in the world are you talking about? All right. Well, thanks for listening. We hope you guys found this somewhat interesting. Um, Like we've said before, these are shorter podcasts. We're going to release them once a week and just kind of have nonsensical ramblings. But it's a fun way I can sit down with my boys, talk to them. Oh, I'm getting a hug right now. Yeah, this is all worth it for me. Oh my gosh, if nobody listens, that was worth it just there. So thanks again for checking us out. Um, we got some really, I can't emphasize this enough. The off season is going to be loaded with guests. We keep getting more guests to confirm and it's going to be sweet. So tune in in the off season. Until then, uh, do you want to say it? Do you want to do the outro? Let's go Hawks. Just say it loud. Let's go Hawks. Let's go Hawks! You say let's get hyped? Let's get hyped! I love it. Alright, thanks for listening guys. See you later.